joining me this evening, Neil the Deal. What do you got for us tonight, Neil? Hey, how you doing tonight, Graham? So nice to see you. Thank you. Friday. Love Fridays. Weekend's coming up, guys. Have yourselves a good weekend. We're going to talk a little bit about a guy today that's uh, he's a he's an iconic boxer. All right, he's one of those guys that uh, has been was around for a long time. Had some serious big time fights, and uh, he I, I loved watching him. So Graham, we're gonna we're gonna say one thing first. Thanks for the shares and the likes and the comments, guys. They were coming in fast and furious. Like it's like holy Moses. So just keep them flying, guys. We're really really happy. Uh, that you're getting involved and you're really enjoying the show. So hopefully it gets better and better. I'm trying to make it better and better for all of us. So tonight is going to be a good episode. Graham, we're going to do uh, one of the big boys in the old school days. His name would be uh, Ken Norton Sr. You ever heard of him, Graham Norton Sr.? Absolutely. His son was uh, Ken Norton. Yeah. played football for the Dallas Cowboys. He was a middle linebacker. Fantastic athlete in his own right. Uh, he obviously had the gene, you know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, good gene pool, I guess. So anyways, we're talking about Ken Norton Sr., not Junior. So uh, Junior's a football player and Sr. is the boxer. All right, so his, uh, his full name is Kenneth Howard Norton. He was born August 9th, 1963 in Jacksonville, Illinois, in the United States of America. So he was an incredible athlete as a, as a Graham growing up. This guy was an incredible athlete. He went to a Jacksonville High School and he where he played football funny enough he was actually a football player in high school so I guess that's where his his son decided to take that route as an athlete instead of following in his father's footsteps and becoming a boxer right so he was an amazing athlete in high school like he could do it all football team uh, around 1960 I guess he was uh, 60 1970 or something he was probably in uh in high school and stuff. And uh, he placed, there was an event there one time uh, I heard that he placed first, okay, in seven of the eight track and field events that day at the school. So he basically was the best athlete in the entire school, like hands down, no chance. So they made this rule, Graham, and it's called the uh, Ken Norton rule code that you can only now win four events because it wasn't fair to the other kids. Like the other kids are all getting beaten like every time. So the principal basically said, all right, that's it. Ken Norton rule. You can only win four. Leave some of the gold for the other kids. You know what I mean? Because it was just, it's like a man against a child, I guess, or something. He was just over the top. So, yeah, he won a scholarship to uh, Northeastern uh, Missouri State West. So he went to uh, university and he became a Marine. He was a Marine. So the guy is actually... Right on, man. You fought for us. You fought for our freedom. That is awesome. You know, when you hear these old guys, Graham, these old boxers, a lot of them are Marines, eh? Yeah, notice that. Isn't that, it's interesting. And I, I truly believe that they actually uh, maybe start, a lot of them start their boxing career in the Marines, right? Because of the training, I would think, right? It's a good Makes possibility. Sense. Makes sense to me, anyways. So he took, he took up boxing uh, in the Marines. And then uh, he uh, he had 26 fights in the Marines. He had uh, only two losses, so he was 24 and two in the Marines. And uh, he won three times the all uh, the the heavyweight division for the Marine Corps. You know what I mean, Gramley? They must have some sort of a 
competition or something. So he was a heavyweight and he won that thing with the Marines three times. That's amazing. So he was named best boxer uh, of the court of the uh, Marine Corps ever. So obviously he's at the top of the hill. He's the best one in the U.S. Marine Corps. That's that's absolutely crazy, eh, Graham? Um, Pretty amazing. It is. He won numerous awards and uh, he had some really cool nicknames, Graham. This guy had some really cool nicknames like I'm Neil the Deal, Graham's Graham. Um, I don't know what the else they call you. I don't know. Graham is Graham. So, but this guy's names, he had cool names like the, the Fighting Marine. That was his handle in the Marines, the Fighting Marine. Wow, that's a, that's a, how about when he turned pro, they started calling him Jawbreaker because <laughs> he took out Ali's jaw, right? He broke Ali's jaw. So they just started calling him Jawbreaker, which is pretty cool. And then other guys started calling him the Black Hercules. You know, Hercules, you're Her- the Black Hercules. It's like, holy cow. This guy's like, obviously, he had a really cool style. If you guys, he used to go into the fights like this, like, like this. You see what I mean? With the hands like this, and he'd just bob around like this. It's the weirdest thing, but it was effective. Like, he'd just come in, and you couldn't, you couldn't get into the guy. He's just doing this, blocking you. His hands going like this, you know what I mean? It's freaking cool stuff. So... He turned pro in 1967, and every fight, he was the aggressor. And every fight, he ate Graham, he was the, a guy that would chase you around the ring. You know what I mean? He never let you chase him. He did the chasing. So he'd come at you with that style, and he'd just keep coming at you. And you just have to keep backing up. He's coming right at you, this guy. And he was vicious, like, best fighter in the Marines ever. Who does that? That's, like, ridiculous. So he turned pro. Uh, he ended up having a total of 50 fights, all total grams. So he's at that 50 mark. See that number, that magic number? He retired at 50 fights, just like Mayweather, just like whoever, right? Mar- Mar- Marciano was 49 and 0. I don't know why. It's probably one of those things where he says, I don't want to be known as the 50 and 0 guy. That's just too, <laughs> that's too corny. You know what I mean? I'll be 49 and 0, and that's that sounds cooler. 49 and 0. So, anyways, he had uh, 42 wins, 32 knockouts nine decisions he won his first 16 bouts as a professional gram so right out of the gate he was just basically beating everybody up like he did in the marines beat everybody up and uh he ended up having um seven losses right seven losses four by ko three by decision and one draw so it's pretty extensive 42 wins seven losses one draw out of the 50 fights so that's 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 pretty commendable stuff right yep um so after the loss to a guy named, his first loss was to a guy named Jose Luis Garcia. He won his next, he, he lost one, and then he won at 14 straight after that, which is amazing, right? So went on a massive run and uh, culminating in his win over Ali, right? When he fought Ali. So the four, he won 14th fight was against Ali, and he won the fight, took the title, split decision, he won. You remember that one, Grant? Ali Norton won? Uh, I, I remember, but what year? What year am I remembering? That would probably be about 73, 4, 2, 3, 4. In I mean, range. you'd have yeah. to look it up, guys. Check it out. Norton, Ali won. It's somewhere in that range because it wasn't 76. wasn't that late. It was just uh, before, I think, the Fraser fights. So Fraser fights were 73. So I think it was 72, 71, 72. Somewhere in there, bud. So, so he won the 14. Uh, he also uh, won the NABF title as well. 
And he lost that title that he just won off Ali in the rematch. Uh, Ali Norton two, two, Ali Norton two. He lost to Ali. Ali retained, uh, took the title off him. So, and uh, that was six months after he had won it. And uh, it was uh, 73. I see it's September 10th, 73. So that would mean he did it six months before that. So then that would make it what? Something like March yeah. 73, right? March 73 won the title. September 73, he lost the title. So he only had it for six months. Um, and then he lost his next title fight. He fought uh, the big guy, the hamburger, the hamburglar, George Foreman, who makes those grills and stuff that you can like put burgers and stuff on. The guy called all his kids George. George Foreman. Everyone, every boy, isn't it? He's got seven boys or something. They're all George. Like that's a little vain, don't you think, Graham? Calling all your kids the same name, like George the fifth, George the sixth. <laughs> George, you know, it's just uh, who does that? Couldn't pick it. He couldn't. He couldn't bow down to another name or something. I don't it, know. It, rem it reminds me of the golden rule: he who has the gold makes the rules. So if he wants to call his kids George, <laughs> it's funny though when you think about it. Like who has seven kids with the same name? I mean, I did meet Sidney Poitier once, and his he has a daughter, and her name is Sidney Poitier, huh? but one's with a Y and one's with an I. Sydney or Sydney, right? So that was kind of cool. I was like, oh, you have the same name as your dad, but it's spelled differently, right? It's kind of cool. So let's go over, let's get going here. Let's go over some notable fights this Ken Norton senior guy had in his career. And then we'll, uh, we'll pretty much pack it in there for the day and hope you guys have a good weekend. But uh, the notable fights we're talking about were uh, Ali uh, three times. He fought Ali three times and he had two losses. He fought Jerry Quarry. He had one win, one loss. He fought Garcia, again, the guy that beat him the first time. He had one win, one loss. He fought uh, Larry Middleton. Larry Middleton was a good fighter. He, he beat him. Uh, Dwayne Bobbick was a great fighter. Dwayne Bobbick, he beat him, TKO in the first. Larry Holmes, we all know the Eastern Assassin, Larry Holmes, right? Uh, he fought him, but he lost in a split decision, so that must have been a real tough fight because uh, Holmes was young, obviously, and he was hungry. He he was the champ, I guess. Holmes fought. Norton was trying to, right? He lost. And then, of course, the man with the biggest hands in, in the game, Ernie Shavers. Apparently, people that fought Ernie Shavers said he was the hardest puncher ever. Like, way harder than Tyson. You ever heard of this Shavers guy, Graham? Ernie Shavers? Certainly heard of him. Yeah, he punched his punching power. You know, like Foreman had major punching power. We all know. But actually, I, I understand Ernie Shavers, from what I hear from the pro guys that fought him or were in that era, they said he punched harder than Foreman. Wow. So he fought Shavers. He lost. Uh, he got KO'd in the first round. <laughs> Put it that way. He fought Ernie Shavers, got KO'd in the first round. That'll tell you what kind of hands that Ernie Shavers has. So his last fight was May 11th, 1981 at Madison Square Gardens against Jerry Cooney. And he, he won a uh, technical knockout in the first round. So he retired in 81. Uh, Jerry Cooney, if you guys all remember that guy, remember him, Graham? The great white hope, the Irish yep. dude, got smoked. It was hilarious. I, I loved it because I'm Scottish, and you know how we feel about those little leprechauns. <laughs> <laughs> These guys think we're girls because we wear skirts. Whatever, dude. Like, grow up. Have a beer. Do something you're good at, you Irishmen. All right. So he went on to actually act. He was an actor, Graham. 
after that, he decided to become an actor. He's in that really famous movie called Mandingo. You know that one, Mandingo? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was in that. Uh-huh. Ken Norton Sr. Cool, eh? And uh, he started commentating, doing TV uh, bits and commentating boxing matches until 1986, where he had a, apparently he had a fa- almost a, a fatal car crash. And what happened was it was so bad, Graham, that he actually broke a lot of bones in his face and his jaws and his sinuses and stuff. And apparently he couldn't speak after that. And he was like, he was really injured, like badly. And that was in 1986. So he was in rough shape. He ended up, uh, he died. Uh, rest in peace there, Ken Norton Sr. You're a cool cat, man. All your Marine stuff and all that jazz. That was wicked. Uh, he died September 18th, uh, 2013 at a care facility in uh, at a care facility. And after a bunch of strokes, he had, he had a multiple strokes and passed away. So thanks a lot, Ken, for the memories. Those were fantastic fights. Those alley fights here, even when you got knocked out by Ernie Shavers, whatever, you know, guys, check them out. Ken Norton senior, one of the best of all time, fought Ali three times, anybody who fights Ali and he was a Marine. So we got a two thumbs up for that guy. That guy's top match. You know what I'm saying, Graham? I do. Right on, man. That, 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 that for me is the era that got me interested in boxing was the, uh, the seventies, quite frankly. Um, so yeah, I, I, not that I can vividly remember all the fights, but I can certainly yeah. remember the names and uh, and how they were exciting. And uh, come to think yeah, of it, they were all heavyweights. So Yeah, they I'm, always used to just have the heavyweights on TV on like Saturday afternoon, right? And it was always Ali Norton or Fraser Ali or Norton Fraser or Foreman Ali. It was just this little clique of guys. Home what? shavers, yeah. yeah. Quarry, quarry. Uh, Chuck Wepner, Jerry Quarry, all these guys, man. Like they, it's crazy stuff. And I was a little kid in those days. Like I was probably like seven or eight years old. But that's actually, guys, when like Graham just said, that's when I started watching boxing. Graham was around 1971, 72, I would say somewhere in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was just because I mean I'm a kid, and wow, look at this. It's a sport. I like. I was. I'm into sports, right? So I, that's where I started, was exactly what you said with all these guys like Nortons, Frasers, Allies, Wepners, Bobbicks, Shavers, you know, that's that's a big list of guys. And they're all, uh, the majority of them, I believe, are probably in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> or they should be anyways, right? Absolutely. You know, before that, we had our Joe Lewis's, we had our uh, Robinson, Sugar Ray Robinson. I heard another thing there where, I'm just throwing this out to you guys, but apparently Sugar Ray Robinson was not happy when Sugar Ray Leonard decided to use that moniker. Did you know that? Yeah, he was actually upset. Because, I mean, he's, he's already Sugar Ray Robinson, so why is somebody using Sugar Ray Leonard? You know what I mean? I was like, it actually, apparently, he wasn't happy with that decision by Leonard, right? So, kind of a cool thing. So, are you telling me Sugar Ray Leonard is his stage name? Is not his birth name? That's his stage name, yeah. Huh. It's Ray Leonard. But he just added the sugar. Ah. Right? Because the other, it's Ray Robinson, right? Sugar uh, I, I, Ray I, Robinson. Yeah, so, so, like, I mean, I, I wasn't I wasn't even, I, I was a gleam in my daddy's eye when these guys were fighting Joe Lewis and all that jazz, right? Jack Tunney, uh, there's they just go on and on. Like there was just wicked guys there, like Max Schmeling, uh, Max Bear. Max Bear was ridiculous. I heard he was just a monster. 
And, and Max Bear, funny enough, you know who his son is, Grant? The guy did, on the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I the boxer's that. son is the Beverly Hillbillies guy with the suspenders. And what was his name? Jethro or something? That's right. Yeah, Jethro. I loved that show when I was a kid. Old Granny there. Oh, my God. No, yeah. She was awesome. Not, not, can't get past Buddy that. Epson. Remember him? Buddy Epson. Oh. He went on to Anyways, be a play. Yeah. Max Bear. What a guy. You know what I mean? And then. And, 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 there's all these guys like old, cat, like, you know, you can go to bare knuckle stuff with Jack Johnson and all these other guys, man. Like we're going to be talking about some serious stuff coming up this year, guys. So thanks a lot for coming out. Have yourselves a great weekend. I'm going to have a great weekend. Absolutely amazing. Can't wait. And uh, we'll see you on Monday. So take care of yourselves. Thanks again for all the shares, the likes, the comments. Everything's been fantastic. <laughs> Let's keep it rolling. Be better, not bitter. That's it, Graham. Be better, not bitter. That's it's kind of like my motto for the year. I guess we can call that my motto. I'm it's kind of cool if you ask me, because you can't be bitter your whole life, guys. It's it's you don't wake up in the morning feeling good when you're bitter. You want to be happy every day. You want to be you want to love life. You know, you want to love your cats, your friends, your family. You know, your, your birds, your bird, the birds. Yeah, exactly. God, I love those birds. Oh man. All right, we'll see you on Monday. All right, we'll see you guys Monday. Thanks again. Thank Tell you, your friends. Man. Keep subscribing. And we'll talk to you then. Enjoy. Yeah. Have a good weekend. Adios.